the pod. I am not Andy. I am his daughter, Elle. And I am not Campbell. I am Andy's wife, Kara. And we get to take over because we've been gone for two weeks in Europe. Yeah, we had a great time and we want to tell you guys all about it. Alrighty, let's start off with the first day, which was just... Uh, yes, generally we start at the beginning. So the first day I feel like is a great place to start. Thank you. <laughs> Whatever, okay. <laughs> Actually, no, guys, we're going to start on the fifth day. So on the Actually, fifth day, you know what? Yeah. Let's back it up about a year and a half ago and let's start there. Okay. Because yeah. Yeah. you've been planning this trip for a long, long time. And in order to be able to go on this trip with Education First Tours, um, well, first of all, I signed up to be a chaperone. And then Elle got involved and wanted to go on the trip. And so we started door dashing to save money so that we could attend this exciting adventure. I keep telling everybody it was the adventure of a lifetime for you and me. It was. Why don't you uh, give the highlights of the places we went, and then we'll go into them. Well, we went to some pretty famous places. Uh, in Paris, we saw the Eiffel Tower, the Louvre Museum. Uh, we got we caught a glimpse of the Notre Dame, no, Notre Dame, Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Uh, and we even uh, were in the Seine. Um, in Italy, we saw the Leaning Tower um the what what's that place in rome uh how there's lots I, of places in rome could you yeah, be more specific were, the forum the coliseum places in rome yes the coliseum the okay. forms um whew, uh we went to the island of capri and saw those uh little rocks that you see on every screen sailor yeah, i don't know how to say them but uh like ferraglioni rocks Sure, we're going to go with that. I'm just going to go ahead and throw this out there right now. I am not going to say things correctly. I am not cultured enough to know the perfect way to say things. So that's on me, guys. I apologize up front, and I will not apologize again. I will just mess the words up and go on like they are just fine. Even though uh, we were in uh, Europe forever, uh, we uh, don't know. We didn't really learn a whole lot about language. So actually, <laughs> we did uh, learn one uh, one uh, stereotype that we thought was false, but is actually true about Italians. They really do add ah to the end of everything. Like oh, uh, grazia, grazia. Yeah, y they they told us it was grazie, but then all the locals were saying grazia. And then my shirt that I got in Venice says Venezia. Yeah. And uh, it's Roma. What yes. others? Uh, well, those those are some Florida. highlights. Yeah. All right. So now let's fast forward. So we did door dashing. We started that in January of nope. Well, okay, again, December. It was December twenty uh, eighth of twenty twenty one. That no, 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 that's 2020. Yeah, so we did that for a long time to save up money to be able to go on this trip. And we um, 
We got just about exactly what we needed, which was good because DoorDash started getting a little less uh, lucrative as people were starting to come back and come to life after COVID and stuff like that. So we, we, uh, we got what we needed just in time and we were yeah. able to go on our amazing trip, which started with planes. Oh, that's not exciting. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, we did have to take. Uh, we were in ride. airports. <laughs> uh, yeah, we did actually from our first flight to our second flight, we were supposed to have like a two hour layover and we ended up um, pretty much jogging to the um, next flight. We, uh, we did have time to stand in line and get on the plane but there was no time to eat or, you know, do a whole lot of we anything. We also had time to go potty. That's true. We stood in line, and while we were standing in lines, we uh, took turns tinkling. And, uh, well, not, you know, in line. We went to the <laughs> bathroom. No, we <laughs> peed our pants. <laughs> okay, this is boring. Let's get to the good stuff. So, yada, yada, yada. We travel on, uh, like, a, a couple-hour flight, and then we travel on, like, a seven-and-a-half-hour flight. And then, boom, we hit the ground running. Our first day in Paris was Wednesday, June 1st. And we went to this place called Montmartre. And um, we did that, like, pretty much right after we got there, right? I mean, we uh, were at the airport yeah. for a while waiting for the other. We partnered up with another um, set of visitors that uh, we did all of the tours together and stuff. So we had to wait at the airport for them for a little while. But then... As soon as I got there, then we went to Montmartre. Um, it was this cute little area where you walk up the hill and you see um, the first of many cathedral, cathedral uh, basilicas, combos of those types of things. Uh, I'm going to say that one was Sacre Seor. Uh, so that was pretty cool. We saw some little fountains, saw some cool designs of Jesus inside and up on the ceiling and stuff. Yeah. Uh, there was some fun shopping there. I uh, did a lot of shopping on the very yeah. first day, which was great for me because I love shopping. Elle was being kind and um, and walked around with me, so that was fun. Well, I wanted to look at the stuff, but if I'm being honest, I wasn't a fan of a whole lot of the Par Parisian merch. So, Well, th that's true. In retrospect, they, uh, there was like 20 of the same place over and over again. Yeah. Um, just in different locations, but you know. It was still fun when we yeah. were first there and there was like shops everywhere. Um, and then actually that was my favorite lunch we had was the very first day. We went and ate in this little garden area and Elle and I had the, what's it called? Mm. Oh, I'm going to forget. Uh, it's something ma. picante. Um, no. Oh, salami picante. I, yes. I was thinking we had mozzarella. But no, we have no. a salami picante pizza, which is basically their version of pepperoni pizza. Um, they did not have it sliced in little pepperonis. It was basically, it looked like two giant strips of bacon and an X on the pizza. So uh, what to make pepperoni here, they have it up and down. Uh, is that called vertical? Yeah, that's vertical. Yes. Um, so, uh, and then they just, you know, slice top down or bottom up i don't know how that works i'm not a salami whatever yes um 
I think there they had it horizontal and then they just cut off like the top parts and made them thin strips like that. I think you said that the opposite way. But anyway, yes, it was long strips and here it's in small circles. circles. But anyway, that was my favorite pizza we had. I don't care what anybody says. I know was, the tour yeah. guide was like, no, Rome has the best pizza. And somebody else is like, blah, 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 has the best. I don't care. The first day was our best pizza. Yep. <laughs> um, and then we took a little bus ride over to um, Notre Dame. Notre Dame. I'm sorry. You keep, Notre on, Dame. you keep on correcting me. Because I try to be fancy. Yeah. Okay. I try to be fancy. Uh, I'm so fancy. That was when the jet lag and sleep deprivedness caught up with me. And I was like, oh, look, a giant cathedral. Yeah, it was it was kind of all a blur. And honestly, we went by there pretty quickly. I think we hung out yeah. there for like 10 minutes. And well, um, see, here's the thing. Uh, we had to walk over to where we were having dinner at. And um, there wasn't really a whole lot to do at Notre Dame because, uh, you know, they were still closed due to the fire. And they had this giant fence around uh, the place. So, you know, it's not like... This is true. This is true. All we could do was look at it. Hey, look, there's Notre Dame. Let's take some pictures. Fabulous. Let's get out of here. So Actually, a lot of places had scaffolding and construction going on, which I didn't. That's expect. true. And we, uh, when we said something about that to our tour guide, they did say that a lot of that um, is not just reconstruction, like with uh, Notre Dame but also for in preparation for the Olympics that's coming there in 2024. So they're trying to like fix everything, make everything nice. Um, some of the construction was actual Olympic structures that they were building for yeah, events. Dude, it's going to be so cool because uh, right across from the, so or, uh, I'm sorry, football stadium, uh, they were building someplace and uh, it's going to be so cool when we watch the Olympics and we were like, hey, we watched that place get being built. It didn't yeah. have a roof when we saw it. Right. Um, okay, so anyway, so then the next day uh, was super cool. Something I've dreamed about my whole life. I never even thought it would happen. We made it to the Eiffel Tower. You skipped a bunch of places. Mom. I don't care because I'm not worried about but those right now. Because I am. I will come back to those. I was right. excited because we went to see the Eiffel Tower. It was exciting. I know. I know. <laughs> okay, fine. You can talk about the things we did before we went to the Eiffel okay. Tower. Okay. Pretty much, uh, we just walked around this one place where a king was beheaded. Um, and there was like an Egyptian uh, statue. The Egyptians gave out a lot of friendship statues, apparently because they were in several different locations. Uh, and then we went and saw the Invalids. Um, okay, hold so on. So I think that place you were talking about with the Egyptian thing and stuff um, was the Champs-Élysées, um, or LC. I don't know how to say it. Um, sorry, I said I wasn't going to correct myself. And then um, we also saw the Arc de Triomphe which is the famous um, little arch thing that has like the circle drive around it. It's like a giant roundabout. We got okay. to drive around that and it was neat. Yes. Um, okay. So 
The Invalids is a home for soldiers who became invalid uh, because of serving their country. You know, like they lost their arm, they became deaf, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm no doctor. Uh, so Napoleon built like an official home for them to live at. Like there were other hospitals and stuff, but they weren't really uh, equipped to take care of these people who'd seen combat. And Napoleon really just needed a, a way for the French people to say thank you to these people that, you know, gave up the chance out of normal life for their country. Yeah, it was basically like the first veterans hospital. Like uh, there at that time, there was no um, wounded soldiers or wounded warriors uh, projects, you know, stuff like that. So he was uh, Napoleon was the first guy that was like, hey, let's um, let's make a hospital for these people that like gave their lives basically or like gave portions of their body physically or mentally or whatever um, and gave them a place to to live. So that was pretty cool. Um, did we go to Versailles that same day? Uh, yeah, but that was after the Eiffel Tower. The Eiffel Tower was after, uh, the Invalids. So, uh, you know. Um, what about... fangirled over that. Okay. <laughs> I did fangirl over it. And so what if I did? Um, okay. So then we went to Versailles. And is that where we saw those um, big bedrooms and stuff? Uh, yes, it is. Okay. All Can right. I read this little uh, story time I archived? Sure. All right. Uh, so, once upon a time, 15 and 16-year-old Marie Antoinette and Louis XVI, I'm not even going to try and figure out what that is, got married as... And as tradition goes, they had to do the deed on their wedding night. But uh, Versailles was a public place. So, uh, you know, everyone was just kind of there. Uh, but their bed had a curtain. So, you know, whatever. But when they came out, people could see the bed. And they saw that there was no blood on the bed. Uh, should I just skip over my little side note that I No, you go ahead. This is all about side notes. We are on two seeds with a pod here. I, so I didn't know that blood was a normal thing for uh, doing the deed. Uh, it's know. not always, but clearly they believe that then. So continue. Yeah. So uh, there was no judgment. Uh, that is their first time. But after uh, a while, uh, there was still no blood. and Like months? Yeah, like months. Uh, the but the people were getting worried because they needed them royal babies. The rumors were a flowing. The people wasn't chatting. <laughs> they wasn't happy. So uh, Louis was a locksmith, and um, he, so his brother was like, "You know what? I need to help my little bro out." <laughs> he's like so, so bro you understand locks and keys right so, let me break this down for you yeah get this all right so so you are the key okay and marie is the lock <laughs> when you put the key in the lock you get the royal babies okay what? so 
they finally figured it out and there was blood and then there was like uh four or five babies sometime in the future uh and so that the couple would never forget they hung a picture of louis's brother in uh murray's room so in case they that's forgot. not disturbing at all this is a giant picture of him on the wall okay <laughs> they can just look at the brother and be like oh yeah this is what we're supposed to do <laughs> the more you know um i thought it was kind of crazy that all of those rooms in versailles were public and like People, you know, now we have social media and stuff like that. And you're welcomed into some people's lives with that. And they show you what they're doing on the daily. This was literally in person. People could just walk up in Versailles in their bedrooms, in any room of their house. Oh, my they gosh. The king is taking a dump. <laughs> um, they did have like in the bedrooms, they had like a row of furniture or something kind of blocking off like, okay, you can't go past this point over to the bed. If you do get to go over here, then you are like a very important person. And that signified that you were like, you know, high up that you were able to cross that line. But um, one thing I thought was kind of hilarious is they talked about how when the queens did have babies that people were literally climbing over the furniture and stuff to try to get the first view to see if it was going to be an heir to the throne to see if it was going to be a boy and i'm just can't even imagine that as a female having been through two labors and deliveries like what in the heck people are all up in my area trying to see what's going on uh, it was bizarre so bizarre i'm so glad that that is not um how we do everything nowadays <laughs> creepy well don't worry mom you're royalty in my heart but you're not royalty to like a country so you wouldn't have had to worry about that you would have yes i know thank goodness um one other thing that was cool about versailles was they had the um the gardens of versailles actually and... can we go back uh to something before the gardens uh there was this big hall with uh this like giant portrait over it do you remember what it was called um the hall of mirrors yes the hall of mirrors they had a giant portrait above and that was where the treaty of versailles was uh signed and they did that because right above where it was signed uh there was a painting uh depicting germany taking over somewhere i forgot what all i know is they made germany sign it right under the painting of them being conquerors just to kind of you know give them the finger rude <laughs> nah they deserved it okay um yeah i know i agree so can, can i tell them about the yes you can okay great um so then we went outside to the gardens of versailles and um this place was mad big you guys like you don't even understand these gardens were like i i don't know i wish i probably have some information somewhere that would tell me how big they were but they were huge like just everywhere you look there was gardens and there was different sections of gardens and there was like a little um water area that had like a mini bellagio fountain with music playing um, and all of this stuff. But the coolest thing was when you look from the back of Versailles, like out the windows, or when you step out into that courtyard, 
when you look straight out there, there was um, this um, water structure and garden and stuff looking out. And that is actually what inspired uh, the area that's around the Washington Monument. And I just thought it was super cool that that's where they got their inspiration from for it. And it did look a lot like, I've never actually been to Washington, but it looked a lot like pictures and stuff I've seen from there. And that came from the Gardens of Versailles. And then we went back to the Eiffel Tower after that and got to see it light up at night, which was also very cool. We waited forever and saw it for one second before we had to hop on our tour bus and be out of there. But yes. Okay, before we saw the Eiffel Tower for the second time, we went on a boat cruise uh, down the Seine. Uh, I feel like that is the perfect time to just explain how I fell in love with Paris. Like, um, being I'm so sorry boat, that I skipped over you falling in love with Paris. I didn't no, know that I fell was in the love moment. with Paris long before that. But, like, I just feel like that's one of the moments where I was really able to, like, take it in how much I loved that city. Um, well, you could see a lot of cool stuff from there. Like, that's where, um, you know, I've been telling everybody about the Louvre, and we'll talk about that in a second. But that's where I saw how freaking huge the Louvre was. It was probably, like, five blocks of our, you know, blocks here. Yeah. That's how, like long it was and then i have no idea how wide it was but it was so huge i never had any idea that that's how big it was yeah until we were going on that river cruise yeah <laughs> and then you could see uh notre dame from there you could see um obviously the eiffel the tower no um, wait we didn't see the invalids i don't know what this place was but it looked pretty <clears throat> so and it looked kind of like the invalids yeah, there was a couple of, um, yeah, I think you're talking about the, um, oh, shoot, what was that building? It was like a government building or something, maybe, wasn't it? What, maybe it was a university. I, no, it wasn't a university. It was the, um, was it like the municipal building or something? I don't know. All I know is that it was really pretty and it looked really cool and, uh, like, that's just how everything was. Like, even the apartments, uh, like, even they uh, threw me into awe because, like, just the vibe over Paris is just so peaceful. But, like, I, I don't know how to explain it, uh, really. Like, uh, I enjoyed everything from just, like, riding in the tour bus down the street well, except for one particular street. Um, and uh, <laughs> seeing the Eiffel Tower, uh, touring the Invalids, Versailles, the Louvre, I loved it all. And uh, I just felt very comfortable. And even though I was however many miles away from home, I was feeling just so comfortable and at ease. and it was just amazing. Well, that's awesome. I don't know that I ever felt like at ease. I was just like in awe of everything. Like, yeah. Wow. I just turned a corner and here's another basilica and here's another, uh, you know, monument and here's another fountain and here's another just like 
I, yeah, I was just like, thought it was crazy how, you know, like in different areas, you have grass and ground surrounding these different things yeah. um, in the monuments and stuff like that. But in the places we went, they were just like everywhere. You're just like cruising down, here's apartments, here's some stuff, and then boom, Basilica. And then like, uh, you know, you're cruising around and then boom, you have Versailles, like cruising around. Oh, Actually, no, Versailles here. was more isolated. That's true. It was a little more isolated. But anyway, you get my point. Like, there Actually, was stuff okay. I get what you're talking about because we were literally able to walk away from the palace and go to a little street that had food. So I guess that's not entirely inaccurate. Yeah, I just mean like we were like in the city, but... And there were still places to, you know, live and eat and stuff. And then, boom, in the middle of it was just all this other stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So, our last half day in Paris. It, it was our last day in, in Paris, which is really sad. Uh, we went to the Louvre. Um, yes. And... Uh, I am not an artist. Uh, I saw some cool things. I probably didn't appreciate it as much as like a whole lot of artists would appreciate it. But like, you know, I was still like, oh, these are cool. I even saw like in some of the painting parallels, like uh, there were some people in some poses uh, and then I would see someone in the same pose but different painting and I thought that was neat because it made me think of like in modern day or uh, I don't know if it's that modern but uh, in the Jungle Book and uh, Winnie the Pooh uh, there's this little scene where Christopher Robin and uh, Mowgli yeah Mowgli uh, were, are just kind of you know walking around and they're like the same scene and everyone was going crazy. I just thought it was cool to see something uh, similar to that, but like, you know, in the 1500s or whenever these paintings were made. Yes, yes. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I just, um, I don't know. I, I wasn't so much excited, this is maybe bad to say, but about seeing all the art inside, but I had just seen uh, the Louvre depicted in so many like movies and shows and just seeing the little uh, pyramid images from the outside and from underneath, I just thought was super cool. Um, and then of course, you know, seeing the Mona Lisa, that was really cool. Um, and I did appreciate all of the different art in there. And it was also super interesting how they have, um, and this is just all over Paris and um, other places we went to, but a lot of uh, Christian depictions of art, but then also you turn the corner and then there's just um, Greek gods and stuff like this everywhere. So it was interesting Roman to see. Mythology. Ro yes. Uh, yeah. um, you know, like we saw a lot of uh, the ones that are sticking out are like um, Cupid, the birth of Cupid. And here is Cupid. Uh, here's a different picture with Aphrodite. Um, they had, um, no, I'm not going to remember all the things I saw. But anyway, I just remember looking at them and thinking like, this is so funny that like, these are right next to each other. And these are kind of yeah. the, the main things that are in here are these two things that I feel like don't really go together. But I would like to touch back on the thing you said 
about how cool it was to be in the Louvre after seeing it in so many movies and TVs. Maybe I, uh, maybe it was easy for me to fall in love with Paris because I'm a nerd and I watch a kid's show. Uh, I watch Miraculous and um, I was taking pictures with all these places I've seen in the show with my cat noir ring. <laughs> but um, I mean, that's what's cool about like, uh, you know, you're making connections. Like even though yeah. you don't realize it when you're like watching this show at home, then you like go and see it live. Like this is cheesy too. Yeah. But I kept thinking of like the Born um, Supremacy series and stuff. And I was like, oh my God, this looks, uh, these tunnels that we're driving through are just like what Jason Bourne was in. And like, I don't know, just different things I've seen from different movies. I was just like, oh, this is like right where they were at. Yeah. Uh, I'll talk about this when we get to Florence, but like, it's also made watching shows that take place there so much more exciting. Uh, I was watching this show called Home Game on Netflix. I'd watched it before going there uh, as well, but like um, they just, uh, it's kind of like a docu-series about uh, different sports all over the world. And it's this one sport in Florence, I'm spoiling too much, aren't I? <laughs> yes, you are. You're jumping way yeah, ahead you know here. What? I'll come back to that when we get to Florence. I'm sorry. Uh, what else did we have to say about the Louvre? Um, uh I got a cool shirt. You did get a cool shirt there. The Louvre was really cool. And we spent like several hours there because it was so huge and there was so much to look at. And and we didn't even get like halfway done. I'd say we got a quarter. No, not even a quarter. I don't know. How much do you think we got done? I mean, I don't even really know. I, I don't know exactly how much of it we did get to see. I just know we were there for... A long time and then some of the other people in our group were kind of uh not into it anymore i think you yeah. were more into it than most of the students yeah. on the well that's because me and my friend uh were able to find inter okay maybe it's not okay to say this but like we were able to find humor in certain images uh but like also, but like <laughs> me also, I was able to find uh, history fascinating. And you um, know, I, excuse I'll, me, let's let's backtrack that for a second. Are you talking about all of the nude images that are portrayed? Is that what you found amusing? Is that is that what you're referring to there, friend? Probably. Also, some of the pictures of uh, Jesus did not look like Jesus. I don't oh, now that is definitely true. But uh, you know, we talked about how artists have different renditions and you know, yeah, such things of that. But yeah, I agree. Like some of them, when we first walked in, I was like, is that supposed to be Jesus? Like this whole scene looks like things from the Bible, but like that, that guy ain't Jesus. I, I don't know who that guy is. <laughs> but that, no, that's not our dad. Oh, and then we also had a lot of, uh, there were a lot of dogs in the Jesus scenes, especially ones with um, yeah, supper or food. Recall, I don't recall that. Yeah, it was, it, so yeah, some of that stuff was amusing. I agree. Yeah. Okay, um, are you ready to move on? I guess. Okay. So, we're going on to June. A plane! <laughs> <laughs> yes. That is correct. We got onto a plane. We watched Stranger Things on the plane. 
we did. We watched the first half of Stranger Things for the, what is that, season four? So yeah, we on- we've watched volume one on all our flights. Okay, uh, no spoilers here. We landed in... Is that a drum roll? Because I cannot yeah. hear that. Um, Venice? Yay! Yes, 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 yes. Okay, Venice was my favorite. It was so cool. It was just like... um. I don't know. It was beautiful. The buildings were pretty. They had different colors on them. There was water everywhere. You know I love water, L. Yeah. Um, it was just super cool. I just loved everything about Venice. Um, we got to do some cool stuff. Like we, um, isn't that where we saw the little glass blowing demonstration? Uh, yes. That was on the first island. What was that one? The island of Murano. Yeah. Murano. where we saw the, uh, the glass blowing and then we, we actually took a lot of uh boat rides that day and then we um went to the island of burano was the next one that's where we saw like all the canals and colorful houses and um all of that cool stuff um i got a cute little lace umbrella for annika but i was having fun playing with it <laughs> and taking my own little pictures because it was so cute um, I think this may have been where we got our first um gelato. Yes, yes, it was. Yes, yeah. Um, and you know I'm a huge fan of ice cream, but the gelato I think was actually better. It seemed like it didn't melt as fast as ice cream, do you think? Uh yeah, I'd say so, yeah. And I don't know, it was just kind of like creamier or something I don't know maybe it's just because I was in a different country but I thought it was really good it was really freaking good uh I don't even know how to describe it or compare it to ice cream I think you're right I don't know if uh you're right about the creamier part like I feel like I can taste the milk and stuff more here than I can yeah I don't I don't think they use less sugars yeah I don't know if I mean um milk wise necessarily it was just like I think the reason it didn't melt as fast was because it was like smoother. I guess uh, I, I guess there's a difference between creamier and smoother. Yeah, yeah. But it was smoother, if that makes any sense. I don't know if that makes sense. All right. So. Um, and okay, we can talk about other stuff if you want to that we saw there. But we also I'd got like to go to- on a gondola ride, like a real life gondola ride, like not just like at the it Venetian. Was really what it was really leaning i don't care it was amazing uh it doesn't matter that it was leaning over and you guys um all felt like you were gonna fall in it was amazing we did not almost die and then when we got out on the grand canal oh my god i thought i was in heaven it was amazing and i just tuned out all of the children when we got out of the <laughs> yes, I just tuned out the children that were fearing for their lives and <laughs> thought that the gondola was going to tip over because I thought it was amazing. So cool. Like one of the coolest things I've ever done in my life. I love it. And I want to live there and I want to go back there. I don't want to live there. But um, oh, <laughs> the other thing is like all the little um, narrow streets and walkways and stuff and like how close all the buildings were together 
I would probably be annoyed if I did live there. So I don't actually want yeah. to live there, but, um, but it was just really cool looking around and like, you just, every direction you look, there was different colors on the buildings. There was, um, like a lot of people put, uh, you know, little flowers or decorations or flags or stuff like that out their windows. I just thought everything was so yeah. cute, so pretty. I just loved it. Am I allowed to talk about it? Okay. Yes, uh, I, I will so, allow you. Uh, I did not like Venice as much as my mom. Ooh. And Ooh. I am not allowed to say this, but I... And I wasn't a huge fan. Venice was just okay to me. Uh, I think that's because I could barely hear our tour guide, and I'm a history nerd. Uh, so, like, nothing really felt relevant to me. I couldn't think about anything. Uh, like, we saw it might have been a basilica. It might have been a, I don't know what it was, because uh, I couldn't hear our tour guide. All I know is it had something to do with Islam, so uh, maybe it was a mosque, but I have no idea because I couldn't hear our tour guide. Um, and like I said, the gondola was really leany, and Venice just has a lot of water. We were taking boats everywhere. Uh, Which was super well, between cool. Between islands. Uh, I enjoyed it for uh, the first half, and then I was uh, getting tired of it because uh we had seen the same things over and over <gasps> how dare you sorry it's it's kind i of will funny say though it's kind of a double standard by me because i loved every inch of paris whether i'd seen it or not well except for that one street are you going to tell them what the one street was or are you just going to keep saying that one street all right so children uh in paris i guess they don't have uh laws about um <laughs> uh you know like um nudity oh. and dancing and things of that nature it was like a red light district yeah and uh there were just shops everywhere that were just openly like here is um a uh mom help uh, this is where Moulin Rouge is at, if that helps you at all. We got to see the actual Moulin Rouge, which I thought was super cool. But Elle was, like, burying her head and um, completely not wanting to see the things that we saw. <laughs> and she is apparently scarred for life. <laughs> okay. Um, anyways, <laughs> uh, what was I talking about? Uh, okay, we were in Venice. Um yeah, I don't even know why you went back to that because we were talking about Venice I, and how I, wonderful yeah, it was I, and amazing. I was talking about my double standard about how <laughs> I didn't like being on the boat because I saw the same thing, but I loved every almost every inch of Paris except for the Moulin Rouge Street. Okay. Um, I will okay. tell you with the boats, so I love that day. I love the whole day, but I did like later that night and the next day still feel like I was on a boat because we were on so many boats that day. I think everyone kind of felt that way. Um, also, okay, I was just generally being awkward in Venice because after we got off the gondola ride and I was feeling uh, just, I was thankful for solid ground and not leaning Drama into the queen. water. Uh, um, this lady told us where to go, and I said, grazie, and then I bowed 
<laughs> to her for some unknown reason. <laughs> they don't bow there. I don't know why I like, did that. I don't know why you're bowing to anyone. Like I don't even understand at all. But you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh. So, uh, what was I gonna say? I think that's all I had to say about Venice. Oh wait, no, no, that is absolutely not all I had to say about Venice. Oh wow. Um, okay. If uh to make up for everything else, Venice had really great food. And by that, I'm talking about the thing that uh, is making me never eat Italian food here again. Oh, um, I remember. Was that Venice? Yes, that was in yes, Venice. Yes, go Venice, go Ven Oh, yes. Okay, it yes. was. Uh, they had the best freaking lasagna ever, okay? So, you know, here uh, we have tomato sauce between the layers of uh, lasagna. There, they do Alfredo sauce, but it's not called Alfredo sauce. It's called white sauce. Yeah, yeah I think it's just sauce. called white sauce. Uh, and, and it's not, like, super thick or anything, It, but there just was not really any tomato-y stuff in it at all, and she doesn't like tomatoes. Yeah. Uh, and she loves cheese. I wouldn't say I love it, but, like, it... But, like, oh. if you're going to choose a pasta, you choose a cheesy pasta. True, yeah. Uh, and it was freaking amazing it just like i just needed it to be in my mouth i needed my taste buds <laughs> wow um okay <laughs> and it was just beautiful and i loved it and i want it again uh if yeah uh, I vote that all American places uh, that serve lasagna have white sauce. Okay, well, good luck ordering that the next time we go to an American Italian restaurant. Yeah, I'm going to say, listen here, chef. Uh, Could you just make a whole tray of lasagna that has Alfredo sauce or cream sauce or whatever instead of the tomato sauce just for me? Precisely. Precisely. No problem. We'll just yeah. charge you for that whole pan that we have to make for your oh, one fine. I'll take it all home. to be different. I'll take it all home. <laughs> all right. Next place. Okay. That so moving be... on, we uh, the next day is Sunday, June Pizza. 5th. And we went to Pisa. Oh, wait. No, we went on a bus. Well, we did go on a bus for like four hours to get to Pisa. But we okay. went to Pisa. I liked Pisa a lot. Uh and uh, so we all know about the Leaning Tower, but there are um, two buildings that are like also next to uh, Pisa. Uh, that would be the Baptistry and the Cathedral. And they were both very pretty and they're underrated because, uh, you know, the Leaning Tower has to go and take the spotlight, even though let me let you in on a secret even though it's not as obvious both of them are also kind of uneven because all of the ground is like clay the and sand is, yeah clay yeah, and, and sand i think they even said water yeah clay sand um kind of looser soil do you want you to know. tell them about all the crazy thing well not all of them but a few of the crazy things that they tried to do to fix the leaning tower pizza so it was not leaning they tried to put like concrete 
pillars in the ground underneath so that it would just, you know, like turn up. I don't know. Uh, and uh, my favorite uh, that they said was they put like a belt on it and tried to just like just hold it in place in case it's yeah, they had like these poles that were like giant crane things basically that were trying to like pull on these belts wrapped around the tower to pull it upright and then finally was there any other one you wanted to talk about because they did uh, a bunch of crazy stuff to try no. to so then finally they um actually dug out some of the soil and loose dirt and clay and stuff that was underneath there they dug out like i can't remember what the lady said but it was a ton of you know that stuff they just dug that out until it was a little bit more even it's not even at all but at least it was structurally sound and they felt like it was not going anywhere and it was safe to you know have people in and stuff so um now they've stopped messing with it because at least it is stable uh yeah so um. Go yeah, ahead. so then we uh, we walked around that town a little bit. I'm sure Elle has a different story about that town, but I'm sorry. I thought it was boring. Okay. Yeah, see, uh, I'm allowed to dislike uh, Venezia, and <laughs> you're allowed to dislike Pisa, okay? See? It was cool to see the Leaning Tower of Pisa, and, like, I didn't know there was a cathedral and a baptistry, and those were cool as well, but yeah. then there was, like, nothing else to do there. Uh, they had good food. I honestly don't even remember what I ate there. <laughs> I had a panini, and I'll admit that one was just okay, but it was their gelato. The gelato was good. And I just liked that restaurant that we ate at. I don't know what it was about it, uh, but I just, I just kind of liked it. Okay. Even though there was, like, nothing special about it. All right, <laughs> that's fair. But I, um, I had a panini the next day, and... Um, I had gelato the next day and they were freaking amazing. So maybe that's why I don't even remember them. Probably. Probably. Because, uh, yeah. Anyway. I want to talk about inside the cathedral. Go uh, for it. Just, uh, just this one thing. Uh, Mom, do you remember uh, what it was called? Uh, the pulpit? Yeah, the pulpit. Uh, so apparently this artist worked for like 11 or something years on uh this pulpit i thought it was like four years but you know whatever it was oh. years <laughs> uh and the church did not pay him for his work and i thought that was insanity but they still you know kept it and it's still there and like it's still displayed it's beautiful but they told him it was not what they were looking for and that they did not like what he did um but they kept it anyway i have no and idea how they couldn't think that this i don't know what they had in mind if uh the pulpit that we saw is what they what yeah it was it was amazing it was incredible detail work it had like all kinds of people on it It had some lions on it and like i i don't even know just it was insane and detailed and decorated and i i don't even know it was crazy insane and they still use it today and they still walk up there on top of that pulpit and use it but um our tour guide was saying that that's actually one of the reasons that michelangelo 
uh, demanded to be paid up front whenever he did any artwork because this is what happened to artists during this time. The people would ask them to do artwork. They would do these crazy elaborate things and then they would not pay them because they would say it wasn't what they wanted or it wasn't what they liked or whatever. Um, so Michelangelo was apparently one of the only smart ones who asked for his money up front before he even started working on the stuff that he did. Man, uh, we had so much to say about our trip to Europe uh, that we're going to need a part two to this uh, for the sake of your sanity and ours. So we will see you next week on Two C's with a pod.